Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys, a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Gatz, and this is Stu Potty. Here we go, Jim. Welcome in to another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. By doing that, you have made us the biggest podcast in the world. We appreciate it. Keep doing it. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code STU for a special offer when you sign up. That's code STU only at DraftKings Sportsbook. I am laughing because Billy is laughing. I don't know what Billy's laughing at, but I'll ask him. Billy, what are you laughing at? I hey, Stugatz. How's hey, it going? How are you? Good. It's going great. We are churning out football content at a rapid pace, a pace that is unhealthy for both of us. This, um, I know this is going to sound crazy. This kind of reminds me a little bit of Super Bowl week. It's not as intense as Super Bowl week was. <laughs> like looking back, I'm trying to think. I think Super Bowl week, the two of us recorded nine to 10 interviews or something. It was like every day, it was like three or four interviews for like two or three days straight. It was kind of crazy. I would say that week one is better than Super Bowl week. Do you agree? Because Super Bowl week, no. there's a tinge of sitting no, out, Billy. Hold up. Well, I know because you <laughs> not at because all. you're done with me. You're done with God bless football. You're done with putting together the useless sound montage. I know football is painful for you. Sunday nights, forget it. Um, but from a football standpoint, not a work standpoint, 
week one, okay, you know you have 17, 18 more weeks of this plus the playoffs, okay? There's a tinge of sadness around the Super Bowl where, hey, football is going to go away for seven months and it's not coming back. And we're stuck with, you know, eventually just stuck with baseball. So I tend to think that week one where everyone's 0-0, okay, even the Jets have a chance, mm. is much better than Super Bowl week. In fact, we should treat week one like Super Bowl week. Bleep Super Bowl week. <laughs> I've never heard this take before. What so do you su- mean? Super Bowl week, you're sad because the football season is ending. Yes. Really? Yes. I don't know why I like Super Bowl week so much. It's so much fun. The times that I've gone to cover the game or to go to radio or whatever, I've had so much fun. It's been very hectic, very busy, very stressful and tiring, but also really fun. Right. Well, I, I understand. Yes. But I understand why you want to sprint away from football from a work standpoint. But purely from a viewing standpoint, week one's the best. I mean, you got a full slate of games Thursday yeah. through Monday night. I mean, <laughs> and you got 18 more weeks of it. It's well, the best. Here, here's another thing, Stugatz, that's going on at the beginning of this year. Yeah. This is also the beginning of fantasy week or the yes. fantasy season. So mm-hmm. everyone has a chance right now. Your team is still in it. You have you you basically are figuring out was my draft good or bad? I don't know. I'll find out week one and two. And that's really when you start also picking up the sleepers. You pick up the people that were overlooked that have like a big first week and then eventually end up being just crap players that you shouldn't have picked up. But there's hope. There's a diamond in the rough out there that you think, you know what, week one, I'm gonna discover that person. No one loves a sleeper more than you. Nobody. Who, who Seriously. Do you, who do you think Stugatz going back? And maybe we can ask Mina this question. Because I don't yeah, know. Mina that... Kimes going to join us, by the way, our friend oh, yeah. from ESPN. She'll be our guest on this week's Tupodity. Mikey A has just entered the Zoom. I'm going to ask Mike, finish your thought, and then I want to ask Mikey A the question that we were just debating before uh, before he came on. Well, I was going to say, who do you think, and try to think of one of them, maybe we can pop the question on Mina and see if she has a different answer. Who is that person, the last person that week one was kind of like a bit unknown? and actually lasted through the season. Like, holy crap, like this person's a star. Because there's always a person that has like a two touchdown week, like 80 yards rushing or whatever. Like, wow, this person, this person is going to work out. And then by week three, they've completely faded and aren't there anymore. By the way, also, if you want to compete against us in daily fantasy, go to dkng.co slash levitard. And you can compete against us, try to win some money. We did this last year. We're bringing yes. it back this year. Mikey, are you going to do it with us this year? Of course. Right. I think uh, I think I wanted to answer your question, though, about the I, I have an answer. I don't think it's the last person, but it's definitely one of those people. Okay. okay. Marcus Colston. Mm. Really? Yeah, he consistently Marcus would Colston. get you. But but he had some good years, though, didn't he? They yeah, got 120 but, catches one year. But his first year, he was an unknown. Nobody knew the, who the hell Marcus Colston. Nobody was drafting Marcus Colston. Yeah, and then right. week one, he puts up a nice day. You're like, hey, maybe I'll pick that guy up. And then by week three, you're like, holy shit, I found a stud. So mm-hmm. you're saying Marcus Colston's first year, his first big year, because he had exactly. several of them. His first year, uh, you're thinking his first year he went undrafted because no one knew who he was. Exactly. Huh. What was he, seventh rounder out of Hofstra? Yeah. Hofstra? Really? Wait, before he was a seventh round pick out of Hofstra. Before we ask Mina this question, Mikey A., Billy and I were debating. He says that Billy loves Super Bowl week. Now, he loves Super Bowl week because he gets to sprint away from me, God bless football, all his football responsibilities. It's a work opinion, it. okay? And I'm telling Not him true. that week one is far, is far better 
than Super Bowl week. Do you agree? Because there's a tinge of sadness around Super Bowl week that the NFL is going away for seven months. Uh, it's it's easily week one. I mean, Super Bowl week is nice. It's like the culmination of it all. It's a lot more social. But like week one is the start of I get to lock myself in my room for for twelve hours, you know, three times a week and just watch watch football. Uh, Mina Kimes, do you agree with me or Billy Gill? Billy Gill thinks Super Bowl week is the best. I think week one is Super Bowl week. It's absolutely week one. Because uh, week yes. one, yes. that's how you know Billy doesn't really love football. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Whoa! Because week one, it, it, it's like the first week of school. Well, I guess that doesn't, that analogy, that analogy probably doesn't work unless you liked school like me. But, but, yeah. but it only is, works for you. I mean, all your friends are there. Anything could happen. You got a new haircut there's potential just and around every corner the, the the super when the super bowl comes around you know most fan bases are out of it and yes. it's fun and you know you can still be interested in the outcome but it's a totally different sensation but you're arguing that people like the first week of school school more than they like the last week of school well, no, yeah. just Mina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Wait, what are you Totally different about? things. Right. It's a the school first week of school is literally the best week of the year. The f- and well, then you get to you go shopping, you got new pencils. I do like, I, I did new love. pencils, number school, twos. No, school shopping as a kid was like, that was the best. Because summer always ended on a drag for me because I always had to do my summer reading like last week of summer because I would always kind of put it off. I'm like, oh, I'll get to it with like two, three weeks left. It'll be fine. And then I'm like cramming and I'm reading like all these crazy books. Like I have 300 pages to read in like two days and I'm, I'm not I'm not a very quick reader. So like that's going to take me forever. And then you get the payoff of, oh, Here's the syllabus, and here are all the things that I need to get. Oh, three ring binder? Yes, please. Oh, five star, five our five ring binder? Okay, let's do that. Five subject, three subject notebook. And no teacher was ever on the same page. They all had like their very specific things that you needed for whatever reason. I wonder if any of the still apply. You, Stu, you, your kids are school age. Like, do kids still no. shop for school the way that we used to, where you'd have no. to go to a Staples and you'd have oh. the list? And no, they look up all... the answers on on the web, and <laughs> that's it. And they just enter. Oh, did I say that? Oh, my kids are cheating. <sighs> no, uh, she's asking oh, no. about school supplies. Do they like? No, going they don't to buy shop for supplies. school supplies. <laughs> they really don't. They like. They don't. They don't. Shop. They, there's no the number two pencils. There's no putting oh. everything in that little plastic bag in the front of the binder. Oh. Those things were the best, right? The you put pens, the in there. The fresh yeah, the pens. pens, the sharpies. In fact, Mina, I, I'm guessing Billy that yeah. Mina loves the <laughs> the final week of summer because she is inching closer to school. So, yes. <laughs> right. so Mina, this past weekend I went to an office supply store. You're fucking crazy. I'm not. I'm not joking. I was the only person in there and like three employees. No, it, it's they're really sad now. It bums me out because not just because what you described, which is they feel like, I don't know, something out of Station Eleven, like post-apocalyptic, but also because I have so many good memories of being inside those stores and yeah. doing the aforementioned school shopping. Well, what I was thinking while I was in there, I'm like, man, it's really slow today, but like, this is it. Like, this is their Super Bowl. Like, this place is going to be packed or has been packed like the last couple weeks, but like, I don't know what it looks like the rest of the season Such a so, so mina my kids are uh, one of my kids is in six uh in first grade he's six years old right. mikey would be and a better person to ask yes yeah he gets 
a list not only of what he needs but the brand and actual like it took all the creativity out of it they really? want crayola eight count marker this pack they want this brand of uh... safety scissor and i'm like you would crush the spirits of a young mina kimes who just oh, yeah. wanted to creatively choose her own scissors it's so true i because I, I always felt like I could make the best choices, like get the best pens, get the best paper, get the best backpack. Um, the best everywhere. trapper keeper. The best trapper keeper. All you're, trapper you're, keepers. You're so right about school supply stores, though, and you know they are really like the jets of <laughs> wow. big box stores, where they're relevant in September, and then it's just not. For Let's a while. be honest. We're not That's even Jamal Adams in September. Out. And by the way, your quarterback's Geno Smith. Oh come on, <laughs> it's early. <laughs> Mina, were you a Lisa Frank person? Um, I was not a Lisa Frank person. I like oh, to do wow. my own drawings and put them in the trap. You know, like oh, the clear, transparent, like cover yeah. of the of the trap of the trap keeper do, like, binder. This, this is one where I know not everyone here might, but the kids used to do the Stussy logo. Do you remember that, Billy? And put was that the, the three the three things that you <laughs> made the S? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mike knows. Um, God, yeah, I miss those days so much. Oh, mm. I miss that. But for me, this is the closest time uh, to the first week of school with the NFL season coming back because it is literally I have to get organized. I got to work. It's it's yeah. go time. So do you still do the same thing, like get excited to get your supplies, go to NFL Live and like, hey, guys, check out my new backpack. <laughs> um, kind of, you know, I get I, I do get some new. It's a little different, like different technology yeah. outfits, though. I get new outfits. How's Lenny doing? Ooh, good Crushing question. it, thriving. Um, we added an extra podcast day. I don't know if you guys saw that announcement. Big Dominic workload Foxworth. for Lenny. You're really putting Lenny to work, huh? <sighs> yeah, I know. He actually wasn't part of the negotiation, so he doesn't mm. know that he's not getting paid more to do it. But, um, <laughs> you know, he lives for free. I mean, he has no complaints. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer oh my gosh folks gather around everyone gather around listen to these words the nba playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba with same game parlays live betting odds boosts and so much more don't miss out as the nba postseason winds down and if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out new customers listen to me you bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Uh, Mina, Tyler Lockett, This I found this funny, okay? Mina's a big Seahawks fan, but he thinks that uh, Seahawks fans should should applaud Russell Wilson when they play Monday night. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I love that face you're making. <laughs> By the way, I have no idea what to promote because you're on so many platforms now, so feel free just to promote whatever the hell you want along the way here, Podcast. okay? I see on the Rich Eisen show, show even. I don't, we don't like Rich Eisen. We have a beef with him, by the way. Do you? Uh, and by the way, God bless football. We... We were voted the best American football podcast in America ahead of Rich Eisen's, by the way. I just, I'll just let voted? you know. Voted? The fans Was there an voted. actual vote? Yeah, there was an actual vote. Like a poll? Yes. A real poll? Well, yeah, know. people had to go vote. It, we, honestly, it we kinda, just, did you stack it yeah. a little? You sent your well, to the vote. well, we were, yeah, like we said, people, hey, can you go vote for us? And it was like us against like a bunch of other like local sports. It is a whole Rich thing. Rich Eisen's Listen, national, but yeah, yeah. Stu, you know me. Yeah. I'm not a petty person. Mm-hmm. I'm a lover not a fighter yes. i don't hold grudges i know that said okay all right tyler Lockett. if seahawks if, if they somehow against all odds against literally terrible odds pull off this week one win they won't i don't expect them to i've i'm picking against them as an emotional hedge in every possible venue good, good for you however while i'm not a petty person if they do that the season's over for me Wow. I go one and 15. I don't care. Raise the banner. If they somehow, after all these offseason stories about, oh, Russell Wilson and you coach, they love each other. Let's ride. I got this. Is Finally, I have my own. After all of that, if he loses to Seattle week one, it's over. That's my Super Bowl. I, really? I will I will walk into ASPN the next day like that gif of Vince McMahon strutting, you know? Like, yeah. I will. I, I will. I will talk of nothing. I will be so insufferable if that happens, uh, but it's not going to happen. So if the Seahawks went 2-15, and 15, which is a possibility, by the way, when Geno Smith is your quarterback, but the two wins were against, well, I guess the one win. 1-16, one let's make it. I had them inside the same division. They went 1-16, but the only game they won was against Russell Wilson and the Broncos. You would consider that like a Super Bowl-type season for you? I would rather that happen than them be mediocre, yes. Wow. Now, what if I did it this way? Okay, they can go fourteen and three, but one of those three losses, okay, is to the Denver Broncos. Which one do you want? I mean, I would rather go fourteen. <laughs> yeah, of course you would. <laughs> but one in sixteen, then you you get you got the great pick. Bryce mm-hmm. Young's gonna look so good in action green and college navy, um, and and you have that 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 moral victory week one so that that would be the second best outcome to the uh, but in neither of these are very plausible outcomes obviously are, are you a big booer like if you were there would you boo no oh. no i don't boo 
Yeah, I've only booed once in my life. Ooh, um, and really? that was, yeah, it was actually, I booted an NFL coach so loud that he turned around. What? I think I've told you this before. Well, tell us again. Were you the only one booing that he turned around and looked at you? How did you get singled um, out? No, it, there were a lot of people booing, so I'm not going to take all of the credit. And and you know me, like I'm not loud, so I can't even boo that loud. Like I, right. it was like a weak weak boo. Can like, I hear what the boo sounded like? Like, give us an example. Like, well, I do the thing where I cut my mouth to make it sound louder. To. Yeah. Okay. So, well, first I should paint the scene. It was in Seattle. It was a rainy game, uh, and the person I was booing was Jim Harbaugh. Oh wow! It was also his. It was his birthday. Oh, oh. oh wow! What were, what were the circumstances? Why, why were you yeah, booing yeah, him on his birthday? Well, no, no. Um, I don't. He's just so booable. Mm-hmm. He was he such is. a booable. I can see that. He's got a booable face. <laughs> I was thinking about him. Did you guys see the? Cl- this reminded me of Stu Guys actually. The clip of the guy who was at the baseball game and stuck out the glove and caught the ball. Yes, <laughs> he had a hell of a glove. I mean. <laughs> Had just walked away. <laughs> I just hope he looked at her and said, gotta want it more. Those poor kids. <laughs> he should have. Because yeah. right, Jim Harbaugh notoriously brings a, a glove to baseball games. Yes. Know? Yes. I um, saw Jim Harbaugh and his kids at the Masters. He attacked the fucking, he attacked Augusta, man. He was like wearing Timberlands. I mean, yes. Billy, he was wearing like boots. I'm serious. It's very hilly there. They're like valleys at Augusta. And Harbaugh treated that exactly the way you would imagine Harbaugh treating it. I love him now. So I've my relationship with him has really evolved over the years because I think he's one of the true, genuine, authentic weirdos in sports. Mm. Does he does like, he know too. that about your about your relationship? Well, we don't know the yeah. story yet. So it's his right. birthday, and you were oh, far yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like this. It was rainy. I actually have a photo of me booing. Oh, that's awesome! I'm wearing a poncho. You know, wind whipping everywhere, and I'm going boo. <laughs> you're the best but you, never, it doesn't last long you gotta you gotta drag I know. it out I, had, you know well, I was I, trying to do like a second win like a circular breathing like kenny g oh uh, you know uh, what I, like, I used to do i used to moo because it was more fun because like booing was very angry so when people get mad i just i turn it into moo and be like moo and then i just make <laughs> myself start laughing and then it would change my my mood because i was upset when i was doing it but i'd start mooing uh-huh. and then i would laugh and then i would think like because my brain's weird i would think i'm like man like some team should get on board with mooing things instead of booing things and sell it to a milk company. And then whenever something bad happens, they bring out like the moo cam or whatever. And you have a bunch of people mooing brought to you by like true moo milk or something like that. Yeah. But how about the boo birds? I mean, what happens there? Yeah. But who's going to sponsor that? And I also have to, I, I had a moment, Mina, um, in April when I realized I needed to change my ways because I love a good booing more than anything. Well, not more than you, anything, but you oh, love being a booer. Yeah, I love a good booing. I love voicing displeasure because it's usually I, I'm not actually that upset, but I like the communal anger that you're throwing by making a weird sound at someone. Right. Because it's obviously better than violence. Well, so I like booing. So I was I was at uh, I went to Detroit to see Miguel Cabrera get his 3000th hit. Right. And it was a day game. And then Aaron Boone's the manager of the Yankees and he's 0 for three. He needs to get one hit. He comes up in the bottom of the eighth inning. They're winning. Right. So this is his last plate appearance of the day. They intentionally walk him 
So I am livid. I'm like, it was so loud. The whole stadium was upset. Everyone's letting him have it. And I'm just going, and I wasn't messing around with mooing that day. I was not in the mood to smile. So I'm like, screaming like it's not like, and then I turn. It's so loud, like definitely loud because everyone around me is upset. And then I turn and remember I have my 10 month old in my hand and I look down at her and she is horrified. She's crying. She's scared. She's like, what is happening? There's so much noise. My dad's going crazy. And I'm like, I need to get it together. Need to stop the booing when she's or around. You taught her an important life lesson early. Yeah, I, I mean, I. I'd like to think that's a good point. I'd like to think I was instilling good fandom habits in her at a young age. Also, I will say this. I was there two days later when he got the hit. Much more memorable, the mooing than the hit. The hit was done in like three seconds. The booing, I will have that hatred for Aaron Boone for years to come. Aaron Boone's a tough one to boo because like the famous Simpson quote, he can just say, are they booing or are they saying Boone? Exactly. You just don't know. I don't that's know. A very good what, point. Stugatz, has Bugatz ever? Oh, I mean, Bugats. listen, when you're a Jeff fan, you're born booing. OK, <laughs> that's, just how, that's how it works. Mikey A knows. Yes. Uh, I want to boo together in a second, but Mikey A has a very good question for you. Yeah. You said something earlier and I kind of need to know now. I need a Mina Kimes Mount Rushmore of authentic sports weirdos. Yes. Oh my God. I, or and, and when you're done with that and you can take a second to think about it, how about a Mount Rushmore of booable faces mm. in honor? Oh, oh, God. Wow. I mean, I don't even know which one to start. Also, with. while you're thinking about all that, also think of the person who last was the week one fantasy pickup. No one drafted, but ended up panning out for the What's entire the season. <laughs> well, we were talking about that before. I'm just trying to close all the loot. Um, I don't know. I'll just, that's the easiest one to answer. I don't know if you guys heard this. A lot of people are talking about it, so you probably heard about it. But just in case you didn't hear about it, I did win the ESPN War Room Fantasy League my first year as wow. a rookie. Never been done. Congrats. And I did it largely uh, because of it. I had Eamon Ross St. Brown, who Ooh, was a, a late pickup who really Ooh. paid off for me. Um, okay. Uh, working backwards. Booable faces. Yes. <sighs> JJ so we're Mount Rushmore, okay? Ooh, we're Who's coming out high. Oh, wow. I didn't hear it. JJ Watt. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yes, he certainly a, does. A little, I mean, little, little so, gift for you. This is so great. Thank you. Um, <laughs> He's so nice, though. I know. I have no problems with him. That was kind of just pandering. No, but he does have a boobable face. He does. No, you're right, though. I mean, you can be a nice guy and have a boobable face. It's fine. Stugatz has turned on him because he tweeted at Stugatz not too long ago. Yeah, he did. Yeah. What did he tweet at you? That seems like something you would love. I ripped <laughs> that's him. Why, that's said, why. That's why. I ripped him. I mean, I ripped him. He tweeted at me, Stugatz, we're still doing this. <laughs> that's incredible. And, I, and then I invited him on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now I, now I, I like him because he gets it. Wow. Yeah. Well, he hasn't come on yet, so don't like him too much yet. I know. Mm. Boo. Boo. <laughs> I feel like Rogers has taken a real booable turn lately just visually um try not to say anything mean about him because he's supposed to join us next week but uh, (laughs) oh really (laughs) 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 i mean he hugged me i thought he was vaccinated we hugged he brought me in for a second hug i thought he was vaccinated that's it that's all i mean that's it i would have hugged him anyway i mean (laughs) if you had to i bet you okay 
I feel well, never mind. I'm gonna say. <laughs> um, okay, Google. You have to faces. be careful now, Mimi. I know, You're a big I know. star. You know that, right? I know. Okay. I'm playing a dangerous game, you making really uh, yes. shot jokes. Um, yes. Okay, other booable faces. Mm, I keep thinking about the NFL, but I probably should probably move off of the NFL. I mean, you have obviously, JJ Watt. you have JJ Gra- Watt in there. Grayson you have Allen. Grayson Allen. Oh, Grayson Allen. Allen. Definitely, it's a great one. That's a Thank great you. one. That's fantastic. Um, what about a good coach? Who's a good booable coach? No one mm. better than Harbaugh, I don't think. No, no, he's so he's such a delicious boo. There aren't any like true villains coaches in the NFL anymore. You, I mean, I guess Belichick is gone. Yeah. No. I feel bad for him at this point. <laughs> I don't. He's kind of entered that old age. Yeah, but maybe that's you know that's how he's going to get us this season. He's showing his soft underbelly, and then the shiv comes out. That would be very Belichickian. Um, <laughs> McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Again, more of like a kind of feel bad kind of yeah. thing. Oh, oh, Cliff Kingsbury. There you wow. go. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Very I don't good. know why I'm writing this down. <laughs> four names, four names. <laughs> now Mike's like, what the fuck happened to my weirdos? <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm just wondering if Kingsbury's too handsome to boo. That's exactly why you boo him. Because he is handsome privilege. So you know he can take it. Uh, Mina, I have the Dolphins winning the Super Bowl. What says you? <laughs> so does Greg Cody, by the way. It was like, actually? Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. Boo! No, you can't boo me. I'm not booing you. Um. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't see it playing out that way. To be mm. honest. Why? Sorry. You don't believe in Tua? <laughs> You're setting me up now. No, You're I'm not. You know I would not do that. I'm just you know, having a you, football conversation you, you with my how, friend. You know how that fan base is. Yes, you I do. You know did. how they are. Right. So not, when did this happen, by the way? Because I feel like Dolphins fans didn't always used to be this honorary. It's, is it honorary or ornery? Honorary? It's ornery. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> how about this, Mina? Just say Me just correcting say you on grammar is the greatest thing that will happen this week. <laughs> we we think we think this, okay? That's Obviously, distressing. the Super, Super Bowl's bold. <laughs> we think Tua is going to be a pro bowler. Will you go down that path with us? <sighs> Lots of people turned pro down bowl. the Pro Bowl. The bowl post Pro Bowl's it's bullshit, right? Like yes. someone gets hurt, another guy gets hurt, someone's in the Super Bowl, and the next thing you know, you know, I mean, Mitch Trubisky was a Pro Bowler, I think. Right. Right. So, so it's yes. like you could totally be a Pro Bowler. Sure. There you go. I love it. All right. <laughs> we I just need that, Mina, so that when he does make the Pro Bowl and then Chris Sims rips him again, we're like, you know what, Chris? He's a Pro Bowler. By the way, speaking of the Dolphins, I caught your guys' interview with Mike McDaniel, Stu. Yes. Yes. Crushed it. Great questions. Thank you. Wow, Thank I love you very it. much. Yeah. Really good. Do you agree Very with strong. my wife, by the way? Sneaky, uh, sneaky good looking? Mike McDaniel? Yeah. I think he's just young. <laughs> really? Because when sneaky my wife's. Sneaky looking or young? Yeah. yeah. When she looks up, when I'm watching sports and she looks over to me and says, Who is that? I know what she's asking me. Okay. Um, and so she did that with Mike McDaniel. I said, Why are you asking? It's the Dolphins head coach. She said, Sneaky good looking. Yeah, I don't know. I. Um, Went to college with him, but did not meet him. You went to college um, with him? Yeah, yeah. with Yale. Oh. Never met him. But um, our mutual friend, Andrew Hawkins, I saw a few weeks ago, and he asked me if I had met him. I said no, if I knew him in college. And he said, yeah, you're the same person. And I was like, oh. what? And he said, the way you are, the way you talk, the way you think, basically the same. And I don't know if this is like nerd stereotyping. It could be. 
honestly. Mm-hmm. Could be a little bit of nerd profiling there, but it, that that made me like, well, now I don't believe him in it at all, knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> <Are you> kidding me? <laughs> nerd? No. I don't want a coach to be anything like me. Uh, Mita Gimes is with us here on Stupidity. Uh, Chris Sims takes the 49ers top to bottom are the most talented team in the NFL. Eagles are in that conversation, he said. Um, do you agree with uh, Do you agree with him? Is he including quarterback for both? Yes. Because, oh, yes. because absent the quarterback, I think he's absolutely right. Those are the two rosters. I mean, I think the Bills are probably as stacked, honestly. But um, quarterback's a big question mark for both teams. So I don't think I agree with him in given the outsized importance of the position. That said, I, I, I have both teams. I have the Eagles winning the NFC East. I think the Niners are going to be a playoff team. Um, but just because of how important quarterbacks are, I can't do it. Do you think, like, I think Trey Lance is going to be pretty good, though. Do you? I think he's going to have very high highs and potentially low lows this year. And that because the rest of the team is so good, I think that's probably going to be good enough. And then if he heats up at the right time or if he develops by the end of the season, they could be the most terrifying team in football. Um, the Steelers, did they make the right decision there with uh, Mitch Trubisky, the pro bowler? <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I, I, I don't really, like, care because it's sort of a rel- – it's like, okay, or does this – the question is what's best for the team, okay? I, I mean, I, I think you could argue that – it might be best to just roll pick it out there immediately, but their offensive line is so bad that I can't help but wonder if maybe they just want to find the right time, say when they play the Jets, uh, I think week four or something, uh, might be the right maybe time. Three to headed get, into that one, yep. Pick it this, get a chance. <laughs> but um, I told you Zach Wilson wasn't starting, by the way. <laughs> like he texted me earlier this week. <laughs> now he's out four weeks. I get my bullet. That's weird, I get, though, right? Because there was yeah, one day yes. it was like, oh, he might play week one, and the next day it's like, no, he's actually dead. Like right. it, it escalated. <laughs> right, he's out for five weeks. Right, they were throwing him off the Joe Flacco scent. I'm telling you, <laughs> crazy. I get my beloved revenge game though. Four years in the making. Flacco versus the Ravens. <laughs> Are you excited for me? <laughs> I'm not gonna watch that game. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to America. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm not going to watch the Seahawks game. How about that? Huh? It's Monday. You're definitely going to watch it. Wow. <laughs> I have no choice. It's the only game. It's the only, but I've watched games watch. with Geno Smith before. They're not, they're not Will pretty. you watch? Here, let me ask you this. Will you watch ESPN the next day if the Seahawks win to see how annoying I am? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll watch it regardless, but yes. Dude, uh, what's the, what are you the, doing uh, right now? I was starting to do a Vince McMahon strut. But then I turned it into the chronic thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wish I had sleeves on right now because you're so skinny. What? Are. I said, when I do that, you can see how skinny my arms are because <laughs> it really <laughs> accentuates how, how spaghetti like they are. <laughs> They're flapping around like, like like one of those inflatable things outside of a car dealer. Um, we have the see, this. We have the same brain, very different brains, but also the same brain because that's exactly what I was going to say. So was Mike McDaniel. <laughs> Billy, are you still by the transitive property? Mike McDaniel is just like Stugatz. Yeah, jeez, <laughs> whatever that means. He might actually be the intersection of our Venn diagram, Stu. 
Uh, I don't know what that means. Well, <laughs> I'll trust you on it. I, I get one. I think we have one thing in common with him, which is, and this is not based on insider info. This is just my read. He looks like he likes to take a stroll. Wow. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Real stroller time energy. in San Francisco. That's what happens, though. I mean. <laughs> you know, the way he talks, I'm like, oh, yeah. Stroller. Yeah. That's a stroll. <laughs> no stroll doubt. guy. And I think he sensed that from me, too, because, well, oh, I, yes. I took a stroll right before I walked stroll. into that office. <laughs> <laughs> Mina, you still haven't given up your sports weirdos. Oh, my God. Um, all right, who did it? Well, Harbaugh, Harbaugh's, I guess, on both lists. So strange, Harbaugh. Um, mm, who else is weird in sports? Oh, it's got to be uh, Mark Davis, right? Mark Davis. Oh, we were, wow, for counting owners, it's it's probably all owners. <laughs> yeah, it's probably all the owners. <laughs> Mike Leach. Um, Mike Leach is definitely. You guys are filling this out perfectly. Mike Leach would be the other one, the other obvious candidate. Oh, maybe um, um. I'm blanking on his name. Bill, uh, Bill, you know, Bill, basketball Bill. Basketball Walton. Bill? Walton. Oh, Walton. Walton. Oh, yeah. 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 Basketball Bill. I speak Mina. <laughs> <laughs> basketball Bill Russell. Bill, <laughs> Bill Walton. Be... Yeah. <laughs> Bill Russell would be quite a shocking pick for that category. I have um... been to four dead shows with Bill Walton, and he still doesn't realize that he's been to one with me. <laughs> he's done, he has no idea. I have to remind him who I am every time we're hanging out. It's weird. Uh, are you rooting for Baker Mayfield this year? Yeah, I am. I definitely week one. I think if it could be pretty electric, like we throw revenge game around a lot, like to Joe Flacco revenge game. Well, you just said that. Yes. I forgot you said that. Like whatever. That's, a, that's okay. But. That's not a real revenge game because he got paid in Baltimore. He's no, fine, you know, whatever. Baker Mayfield versus the Browns is like a legit revenge game. And he is the revengiest quarterback imaginable. And I yes. love how he's pretending not to be. Like, right. um, I saw an article on Panthers.com that was like, Baker Mayfield's ignoring the noise. And it's like, no, he's not. No, <laughs> He's listening to all of it. <laughs> please. The guy who's creating most flag, of it. <laughs> And, and 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 great! I want the noise. I want yes. the revenge. I want maximum sass if they pull this off. So, yeah. I think given the option, like Baker, you will die, but you will beat them by forty points, or you'll live and you'll lose by forty points. He'd take die and beat them by forty points. I don't know why that would be the circumstances, but I feel like he cares that much. Forty, but the 30, 34 points, he would not take right, that. It has to be forty. Mm. I think Dean, I think Mina would draw the line at dying for Russell Wilson to lose Monday night. Like I don't yeah. think it's that important to her. I did um, pick the Mike Ryan invited me into his uh, Survivor League. I don't know if either any of you guys are in it. The big Survivor League. Yeah, if you're not, sorry. No, no, the big, big one. Um, no, I think it's actually it's, it's I think it's his friends. Is this the one with famous people that they can't mention their names? Because that's the one that Stugatz is in. That's like very yeah. expensive. Mike I don't Ryan know. And I are, yeah, well, I could say this one name, Marty Fish. It's Marty Fish's league. Okay. That, oh. But if anyone knows Marty, we've been to Lake Tahoe with him many times. Uh, Marty has, has many, many friends. I'm not going to name any, but uh, I, because I'm not allowed to. I'm sworn to see, so, uh, secrecy here. So. I was told a certain NBA Finals MVP Don't sent a group that, email and, and was told I, that they couldn't. You didn't tell me that. That's Another... not nice of you to say about Iguodala. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, well, that reminds me, um, I'm doing the most Stugatz thing now imaginable, which is I am in a similar league to that with some NBA players. It's a fantasy football league. Alex Cruz was in it, no big deal. And it's, the draft is happening right now. Right. So, and, but I hired Danny Kelly, who does fantasy for the ringer, to draft for me. I and I'm like going to give him 25% if I win. I love that. So <laughs> and he's impersonating me at this moment, drafting. Is he really? <laughs> I, he just texted me. I got Cooper Cup. I'm pretty stoked. <laughs> Wait, so you're <laughs> you have to go leave? You, you're leaving now to go do this draft, right? No, I have a work thing. Uh, what's what's next? Thing. What's next for you? Uh, it's like I'm doing a thing with a Twitter Spaces with Field Yates. Oh Jesus Christ! Will you stop? You're gonna burn yourself out. Last thing, Justin Tucker. Should a kicker be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Are you kidding me? Billy's wondering why I'm asking you that because she tweeted something about Justin Tucker. She loves Justin Tucker. I he so I, he is the only athlete I've ever been too starstruck to talk to at the ESPYS. I was what? staring at him ah. so. He was sitting a few tables away from me this year. I was staring at him so creepily, and he must have been so unnerved by it because everyone else was staring at you know Steph Curry, Cooper Cup. I was locked in on Justin. I was, the whole time I was thinking, what will. I say to Justin Tucker, and then I never worked up the courage to approach wow. him. Wow. Amazing. So, yes, Hall of Fame, first ballot. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, she's going to draft the first round in her fantasy draft. <laughs> I wish. Justin Tucker. Off the board. Uh, let's all boo together on the way out, okay? Well, you you want to do it? Okay, ready? One, two, three. Boo! Boo! We miss Bye. you. We we miss you, and we love you. <laughs> so stupid! So stupid that you laughed at that. Can you promote one of your seventeen platforms that you're on, or uh, all seventeen, whatever you want to promote on the way out? Please, the Mina Kimes show featuring Lenny. Also, please, however you got me on, get me back on. I want to come. I'll come back anytime. Okay, uh, next week. It's a date. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> wow, she's gone. She gone. <laughs> she wasn't joking. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> Twitter spaces. What is she doing? <laughs> Can you make money there? <laughs> <laughs> Billy, get me on Twitter spaces. <laughs> Did I show my cards? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm trying to do this uh, a super follower thing, but you have to send out 30 tweets over 30 days. You know that? Oh, really? Like in the last 30 days, you have to send out 30 tweets. So what I'm going to do is just rank 30 quarterbacks tomorrow so I can get my 30 tweets in. Well, that's, that. well you have to send them as individual tweets. Right. That's what I'll do. Okay. Number 30. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You want to know who number 30 is? Yeah, sure. Tell tell them a stupidity exclusive. Who's number 30 on your list of your top 30 quarterbacks? That would be last, right? Whoever the Jets quarterback is. That's it. That's number 30. Do you Why really are you want number 30? No, Why, yeah, there's 32. Hold on, I gotta look them up. I did I did fantasy rankings here. Hold on, I'll tell you. 30. Why did you do fantasy rankings? Oh, uh, you know, Matthew Cherry. I mean <laughs> Do you want it? I mean, it's week one, Stu guys. Today the NFL season starts. You want to do some fantasy rankings? Any last minute suggestions here for the people, the good uh, listeners? I just, wanted, I just want to tell you number 30, uh who number 30 is on my list. Here I am. Okay. You ready? It's Davis Mills. Wow, the third? <laughs> yes. Or am I thinking, I'm thinking of Davis Love, the third. You think, you're thinking of Davis Mill, the 30th. <laughs> right. Davis Mill should be a third, though, right? Put it on the poll. <laughs> there should be the third after Davis Mills. 
Uh, I have Kenny Pickett at 29. How about that? Wow. Don't you dare say 28. <laughs> Who is it? Jimmy G. <laughs> I think the best part is going to be the two that are left off of this list. <laughs> I put Malik. Uh, who's the guy from Tennessee, Mike? The, the rookie Willis. they drafted? Malik Wills. Yes, I have him at uh, twenty uh, at twenty six. Mac Jones twenty five. Billy, I, I really did a top twenty five, and I did I did a top twenty five and five to stash away. That's what I did. So my five to stash away are Davis Mills, Kenny Pickett, Drew Locke, Jimmy G, and Malik from the Titans. Hmm. <laughs> Who's twenty four? Who's twenty four? Brian Tato. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Take a guess who I put ahead of Tannehill. I mean, Geno Smith. <laughs> no, you did not. He's got Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. I mean, someone's got to get stats there, no? I think they're Mike, running back. Are you worried that Geno Smith? Are you worried that Pete Carroll's going to turn? No, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Not even a little bit. Stupidity. <laughs> Duke out here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lite. So we have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.